Hello and welcome to a brand new Power Half Hour on the Jitter Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahochko, and my co-host on the West Coast, who decided, hey, it's 10 o'clock in God's time zone, the central time zone. Let's record a podcast. By God, this is going to be one that's only a half hour. No overtime today. Chad Smart. Hi, Chad. Hello, Greg. I think I told you at 9.30, so I gave you that half hour till 10 o'clock, but you were busy doing something else. But yeah, based on our pre-show conversation, uh, this just may be the half hour. I don't know how much power is coming into this episode because we don't seem to be the most lively of peoples tonight. I'll tell you what, uh, I, I, I was dragging a little bit, and then you said, I don't have a topic, and then you said, have we talked about football much? And and so I'm I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fired up now. I've got my, okay. uh, I got my own third wind, as it were. All right. Yeah, I was just trying to think of a topic when you texted me two hours ago to say, hey, you want to record tonight, and do you have a topic? And I said, <laughs> uh, nope, because I hadn't thought about it. I'm but, really uh, good. Don't don't feel bad, Chad. I am very good at putting the responsibility of finding our our topics of of conversation on other people like you, Mike Luther, the co-host of the year over at Nerds United. I just feel like I, I come in, I hit record, and 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 that's how we how we operate. So don't feel bad. That's how we're doing it here. Yeah. Well, normally we. You know, we've been recording on Mondays when we record, so I thought I had like 24 hours to come up with a topic. Uh, but you said you're going to be busy this week. You have to go fly off to another country and nope. do things that we can't talk about. Minnesota for a work conference. No, oh, that's like a different country. Have you seen those Minnesotians? I've not. I've never been that far oh. north in the Midwest. So well, they got some brothers up there that might want to try to avoid okay yeah i mean the conference is pretty well all self-contained in one hotel where where you which which town shall saint, we say saint paul okay as long as you're not near duluth well yeah saint oh paul those brothers <laughs> yes i thought you were making a uh i'm, I'm glad we clarified. okay so just to make sure like get all of our cards out on the table Jazz not being racist. Uh, he's talking about the Skull Brothers. No, I said brothers. I, why did you go racist when I said brothers? I didn't say Jive Soul Brothers. Oh, God. Because in common vernacular, brothers often indicates. Yeah, but you're going to Minnesota. Like That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, e. All right. Anyway, I feel like we need to hit a reset. We need let's hit the reset on this. One. So anyway, I was trying to think of a topic, and uh, you know, you would think that given the fact that we have no set structure to this show, that finding a topic should be pretty simple because yep. you know we could talk about anything. Yep. But what do would what do we feel like talking about for thirty minutes or twenty nine minutes and thirty seconds? Well, it's, this uh, week it's going to be football. Yeah. And I told you, I don't know how happy I'm going to be mid in, in the conversation when one of my football teams is one and two and just lost to one of their biggest rivals, a division game th- Thursday night. And my other team is one and three 
fired its head coach and defensive coordinator in, in back-to-back weeks and is is in a is in a spot. They're in a, they're in, they're in a pickle, Chad. They're in a pickle. But you're mm. happy because your team that you like for whatever reason is uh, yeah, flying gonna, high, three and zero. Yeah, I want to segue here real quick before we get into that all that because, uh, but keeping with football, but being it more football. Have you been watching Welcome to Wrexham on Hulu? I have. So that is a team. It's a, you know, a English soccer team or Wales soccer team, I guess, to be specific. They don't like to be called England. And, you know, they, they had high hopes for the season so far. What we've seen in the show, the season's not going well. And these fans are really taking it hard, mm-hmm. you know, because they want the team to do well. In my sports fandom, I've never been that, I guess, obsessed with a team. And mainly because I've been a Miami Dolphins fan for 35 years, I've just gotten used to mediocrity and low expectations. So, yeah. I, so I'm not trying to say that any one fan of any team is, is any better than the other. I will say that being a New York sports team fan is different than being a Nebraska Cornhusker fan. And I'll say that because if you're a New York sports fan, you have, let's see, Yankees, Mets, Giants, Jets, Islanders, Rangers, uh, 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 Knicks and Nets. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's not bad. I, I got them to all rhyme too. Uh, uh, if you're a Nebraska fan, you have the Cornhuskers. You know, that is the identity of that state. So similar to Wrexham, I I, I feel Wrexham's plight. You know, uh, I was joking earlier uh, this year when Nebraska football was losing to Georgia Southern. I said, you know, maybe there should be something uh, like relegation in college football <laughs> because we don't deserve to be a power five, you know, team. Um, and and I don't follow like Premier League football much, mm. um, but I watch Ted Lasso and I watch Welcome mm. to Wrexham. So I, I've picked up a little bit here and there. Um, but and you notice on Ted Lasso, they rarely actually focus on the game itself. It may right. be a little bit. Same way with Welcome to Wrexham. It's a little bit. You know why? Because football, soccer, and you can't, the only way you can spice it up is if you have Rodney Dangerfield coaching a team with stop. the boys that I'm going to stop you right now. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop you right now. One of the best things about watching football, you know, uh, or as we call soccer, is mm-hmm. no commercials. Like you know, you get all the advertising around the stadium, and then you get halftime, but they'll go 46, 48 minutes without a commercial, and that right there is a pardon the pun premier reason to to get invested in in the sport um but you know you mentioned being a dolphins fan i don't know if you're a miami marlins fan or if you're a florida panthers fan i don't think you are um but or miami heat but even miami they have options you know whereas Mm -hmm. with nebraska it's just you know, we've got the corn huskers and and you know, for for the vast majority it, it's just football. For other people, myself included, uh 
There's volleyball, which is number three in the country uh, for, for, you know, suckers. There's Creighton Blue Jay basketball, men's basketball. Um, but really it's, it's there. That is a similarity to Nebraska Cornhusker fans and Wrexham uh, football fans. So, I, I feel, I do, I feel their pain. You know, they want so badly for for this to, you know, for, for the ship to be righted. I lose, I don't say I lose sleep. I get more worked up about a Husker game than I do a Steelers game anymore. And I've been a Steelers fan much longer than I've been a Husker fan. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals, like, unless it's like this time of year. I mean, and that's the thing too with baseball. Baseball is 162 games football at the collegiate levels 12 regular season games a bowl game or or a a conference championship game if you're really good a bowl game if you're lucky and and you know now there's 17 regular season games in the nfl so it's like your all your emotions get uh condensed in into you know one week you know burst outburst you know for for x amount of weeks uh i was talking with my wife um, and she's like, we know that on the weekend, on a Saturday in, in the fall, if the football game's on, you're going to try and sit and watch that We That's fine. You know, <laughs> she's like, it, it, it's almost expected. That's a little bit of time that dad can, you know, we're, we're not putting on cartoons. We're not, it's Husker football time. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to say this kind of, um, nicely. And also kind of segueing it off into another topic of that you cover on, on your other podcast. Again, I, I've just never have been that obsessive with sports. So I don't, you know, like you said, the hus- people in Nebraska, that is their identity. But you're still, you know, as a fan, you're not, you know, I would say 95% of all fans, they're not involved with the team. They have no other, unless you're betting on games, you have no financial stake. I just, I, I, I guess I'm trying to see if you can help me understand why you get so invested. And I'll segue that into same way with pop culture. You know, uh, if, you know, being a huge Star Wars fan, I despise The Last Jedi. I think it's one of the worst. I think it's a bad film in general and a terrible Star Wars film overall. But I just move on and say, okay, that was a bad movie. I'll do 18 podcasts about it and <laughs> talk about how it's terrible. And then I move on. And, you know, we see right now with like all the backlash that Disney gets for their live action films and um, some of the Marvel shows have gotten fan. I, I guess, you know, and this goes back to when I was doing the fantastic podcast where my co-host on that um, was a, is a huge lack of a better term, fanboy. You know, he's a collector. He goes to conventions. But I just don't understand why you get so wrapped up in something that ultimately means nothing. You know, whether the team wins or loses, what, you know, how is it going to change your your Sunday if Nebraska has a bad Saturday? Now, that's a, a great question. And I learned it's been about five years now um a guy I used to uh, podcast with uh had the fortune to meet him you know he he's a nebraska native uh lived down outside of dallas uh my wife and i were down in dallas so we had lunch with uh, or had dinner with him and his wife and, and their little girl 
but he passed away um, unexpectedly. He was just a few years older than me, uh, passed away five years ago. So at that, that was a galvanizing moment to me that it was like, this is just a game, you know? Uh, and, and I'll, I'll, maybe I'll, you know, if, if, if they win, I'll, I'll ride that high as long as I can, but if they lose, I, I get about 10 minutes to, to be angry about it. And then I don't think about it again until I sit down the following Wednesday and, and do the show. Uh, now, and that's, you know, that that's an, uh, unfortunate lesson that, that I had to learn, you know, uh, from Brian. However, I think, you know, on, on an upcoming episode of uh, my one, two, three cents, the podcast, you and I join Kevin Huntsberger and we talk about wrestling. We talk about uh, in your house, bad blood, 1997, uh, hell in the cell, et cetera. And I said, look, you know, I, I had this group of guys that I get, get together regularly and watch wrestling with. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, when I, when I moved away and we all kind of got a little older and had families and stopped getting together, I, I fell away from wrestling for me, the the fandom is as much a communal experience as anything. If I didn't have anybody to, you know, text, you know, during the game or, or talk to after the game, it wouldn't be as important to me. But it's it's for me, it's a way to, you know, bond. Uh, it, it's, I, you know, it, it's, it's how I became a Husker fan uh, because I – Living in Illinois, as you may remember, uh, you know, especially downstate Illinois, like nobody gave a crap about college football. You know, like they had, you, you had your bandwagon, you know, people who latched on to the winning teams, but nobody cared about Illinois uh, football. It, Illinois is a baseball and basketball state, um, and that's not to take anything away from, you know, the the very talented, you know, kids who who play at the high school level or, or go on to play in college. But I had no allegiance when I got out to Nebraska, and over time, they welcomed me in as one of their own. So, for me, my my Husker love has always been about the people that I get to share it with, and that makes sense to me. And then while you were saying that, you know, thinking back, th- thinking about the way that I watch sports and friends of mine who watch sports. You know, other than our friend Travis, who moved to Miami a few years ago, um, yeah, I don't have anybody that I talk Dolphins football with. And, I mean, even today, our conversation was, I texted him and said, who are these imposters passing them, trying to pass themselves off as the Dolphins? Because um, 3-0 and is completely unexpected. But, I, you know, going back to my friend Eric from that I mentioned earlier, the podcast co-host, He's a huge Seattle Seahawks fan. There's a bar just on the other side of Sony from me that is a Seahawks bar. Every time the Seahawks are playing, it is packed with Seahawks fans. You know, they go there. Um, so I, I get that communal spirit. And I guess that's been missing in my, you know, even as a kid when I was big into Star Wars and um, G.I. Joe, I mean, my friends really weren't as big into it as I was. And so um, didn't really have, you know, we're doing sitting around doing little star Wars battles 
with other people, just doing it with myself. So I guess maybe I'm missing out on that aspect of actually having a fandom of of community. And I get, you know, going back, you mentioned Kevin Huntsberger, and I say his name again. We say it three more times, and <laughs> well, he'll, he'll he'll appear. <laughs> but you know, that was how kind of how we bonded when we started working together is our love of wrestling, and that's probably you know what has kept us friends for the last. 15 years when we've not worked together and are on, you know, for thousand miles apart. Um, So I guess I get that. I, I, but I still, I I just will never, it's like when I see people watching Michael Jackson or BTS and they're just crying because they're just so overwhelmed. That's the same way where I, I, I guess I'll never, I don't know if I'll ever be able to, to fully, have an emotional connection to a win or loss. Now we'll see after this year's Super Bowl when the Dolphins are there um, because it's going to be rigged because it's the 50th year of the 72 perfect season. Oh. <laughs> um, so that's why the Dolphins are looking good right now. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. And like I said, you know, I mean, I've seen the Cardinals win what four, three, four World Series in the last 40 years, 82, 11. It was, it was 82, uh, 06, and 11. Okay, so three, and they were in the eighty-five and eighty-seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so and they were no yeah, four. And, yeah, and and you know basketball. I grew up watching as a Laker fan. So you, you know, were just. I, I guess, yeah. I guess other than the Dolphins, I haven't had long stretches of of, of, of allegiance. Yeah, of allegiance of actually caring about a team mm-hmm. because you know I've seen the Dolphins. I believe play one time in the thirty-five years that I've been a fan. I've never been to Miami for a game. I've been to Miami to see a Panthers game, but um, that was boring. Um, Monday night in that was some subpar uh, hockey. Eh? A Monday night game is not the height of hockey in no. South Florida. So, I, but yeah, and that's the thing so too is like you know you know not to not to you know poke bears and maybe hmm. a three zero start will help them, but. There's so much going on, Miami. Like the Marlins don't draw a crowd, yeah. and I don't think the Dolphins draw much. Um, I don't think Miami Hurricanes draw much. So, I mean that it's it's it, there's something to be said about like a place like Lincoln, uh, Nebraska, or or Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where like there's one game in town. You know, like there's one show to go see and it's Nebraska or it's Alabama, you know, there's not, you're not overwhelmed by options. Like you are in, in LA, you know, UCLA, USC, are both there. Like I've been to the Rose bowl for a regular season game. Um, but I don't recall it being a sellout and that something like that's unheard of in, in, you know, the, the Ann Arbor's or the, uh, uh, Columbus, Ohio's, um, even the, like like state college PA, you know. I mean, it's there's something about these maybe smaller secondary communities. You know, they're not the the New York, LA, Chicago's, but once a week, you know, massive amounts of people in in Nebraska, for example, on a on a college football game day when there's a home game in Lincoln Memorial Stadium is the third largest city. In, in the state, Omaha, Lincoln proper, and then the stadium has more people in it than any other community in in the state. So there it is. I 
and for a place like Nebraska, and, and not just Nebraska, but I, I'll, I'll use that, and, and Pittsburgh Steelers or another, but it's generational. You know, like I, I only hope that my boys grow up to be Husker fans and Steeler fans. Um, but I also know that they're little buttheads and they'll probably, you know, <laughs> root, root for the opposition just to, just to spite me. Um, now, are you also indoctrinating them with Husker Do? Husker Do. It's a band. No. 80s. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Just checking. Sorry. Sorry to Your Husker don't. <laughs> I yeah, that's a Husker don't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I mean I and I I do I, I I podcast for the Huskers, but one of my best friends I met because when I just moved back to Illinois and I was looking for a place to, you know, get together and watch Steelers games, I just Googled like Steelers bars in Southern Illinois and it actually took me uh, recommended Buffalo Wild Wings in Carbondale. So on a Sunday, uh, I drove down to Carbondale in a Steelers jersey, didn't know anybody else there, and met a guy named RJ who was a student out, out at SIUC, and he was wearing a Steelers jersey, and uh, they were playing the Browns that day, and they won. And we hit it off and, you know, uh, I was in his wedding. He was in mine and, and that's, you know, things, things happen, man, for things happen for a reason. It, again, for me, it's all, it's all, I think communal. If, if I didn't, if I didn't have people to share these thoughts and feelings with, then I probably wouldn't be as invested. All right. I get that. All right. I think I had my psychological breakthrough on this topic. So yes. That's good. Um, and your team's got as many. You, your team has more wins than both of my teams combined. So you're off to a, a good week. Yeah, I can't wait till they uh, play the Bengals next week and then bungle it because that just hey. setting expectations too high. Hey, uh, the this, the Bengals are the one team that the Steelers have beaten this year. <laughs> all right, so and and Pittsburgh had like five takeaways that game. It's also the game that they lost their uh, stud linebacker rush and. Uh, uh, TJ Watt, but four to six weeks is probably why we suck again. But, you know, you made another interesting point about, you know, in Nebraska, all there is is Cornhusker. In mm-hmm. Alabama, it's just Alabama and Crimson Tide. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I believe, is there another team in Alabama? There's Auburn. Auburn. That's what I was trying to think of, which got me thinking, um, as I did four or five years ago when it was first announced, the XFL is coming back next year. Again, 3.0. Um, you know, and I, to me, one of the mistakes that they made every time that they've gone is they put teams in cities that already have NFL teams. Yep. 100% and agree. I don't, what a and I don't know if it's just because, you know, they're not going to build new stadiums for an XFL team. So, you know, could they say, let's say if they put a team in Alabama, could they use Alabama's stadium or because I believe didn't these Ooh. Cardinals do that for a few years with the, the Phoenix Sun, the University of Phoenix Sun yes, Devils? They did. So they were playing a Sun Devil stadium. Um, and and obviously the St. Louis Battlehawks moved into mm-hmm. uh, the America Dome. Oh. Um you know, where the Rams vacated that, that will be the biggest issue is, and probably the biggest hindrance into why they aren't, 
you know, expanding into markets that already that don't have. I think it's brilliant to get more on not maybe not college campuses, but more on. Um, uh, you know, you you got to break that mold. You got to break away because again, uh, and and you went to was it the LA Wildcats? Yeah, I yeah, mean, and they went- played at the soccer stadium. The um, uh, I can't think what the LA. It's not the LA Football Club, but the other LA soccer team. It's not Galaxy, the, Red- the Galaxy. Galaxy. Okay, um, but that's not at the Coliseum. No, no. Okay, so no, the Rams played at the Coliseum at that time. Yeah. But now they're in Inglewood or whatever. Um, yeah, Inglewood. They but they got they do they have to get out of the NFL markets because when they want to start up those seasons, man, those those NFL markets are pretty tired from an NFL mm-hmm. season, you know. So so you need to you know St. Louis is a great spot. Um, there are others around. I don't know them all, um, but you can't just go into you know other. NFL markets, you, you got to mix it up a little bit, even if that means you yeah. go to a Stark Vegas or something. Yeah. Or, I mean, San Diego has a stadium that isn't being used any now, anymore, which it probably should be because. Did, oh, did they tear down the one in Oakland too? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I that, mean, I, you would think they would save that for when the Raiders move back there in like 10 years. <laughs> well, and that's the thing too. And that's why. Maybe that's why St. Louis drew uh, the the high attendance that it did. Oh. Is because I mean I went to that that opener. Uh, my me and my son did um, for the first half anyway, and there was still a lot of anti Cronky backlash, and and people just want to show out and say, hey, St. Louis is a football town. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, so maybe that's where. You got to go to some of these communities that have been that are that are spurned lovers of of the NFL, you know. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. And, and again, if you have a stadium already built that you can use, but yeah, to me, it's just going into you know, especially looking at the twenty twenty three roster for the XFL. They did get out of New York, which, as you mentioned earlier, New York just has too many sports teams, mm-hmm. you know, for people to care. But they are in Houston. They're in Vegas, they're in Seattle and DC. So half the teams are in NFL teams. Right. So, and then they have two in, um, two teams in Texas as well, or, or three Arlington, Houston, and San Antonio. So Arlington is Dallas. I mean, that's right there. Uh, oh, Houston, yeah. San Antonio's at least a little bit different. Um, yeah. So, I mean, hey, who am I to say, you know, what 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 you can appreciate about the XFL uh, is that it got a spotlight on a few other guys to hopefully give them an opportunity to make admittedly make some real money uh, at the next level. So, but otherwise it was fun. Yeah. And if they would just bring in, he hate me as their general manager and make him the overseer of the. No. Is there. Any other legacy player for the XFL that you can think of? No. Mm-hmm. Other than the guy who won a teabagger on his jersey? Tommy Maddox, who, who oh, yeah. won the championship and then went uh, and was a placeholder before Ben Roethlisberger was ready and, right. and got hurt. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and now he's sweeping up hair down at the beauty salon that Marge Simpson gets her hair cut. Well, that's a Simpsons reference I didn't get because I don't watch The Simpsons. 
Homer sitting there with his XFL pennant waiting for the start of the second season. And Marge comes in and says, there is no XFL. It folded. He's like, who told you? Like the star quarterback from last season after he swept up my hair or something along those lines. Jed. <sighs> Greg, you need to watch more Simpsons. I can't. There's so much. Listen to a Nerds United episode. We talk about this all the time. There's just too much content. It's why it's oh, impossible to keep up. It's impossible to keep up with the wrestling. There's too much. Uh, I agree. And I mean, in my job line of work, I deal with all this content and it's too much and people don't understand it, but you got to get those, you know, people subscribe to the, uh, to the streaming services. They got to keep them hooked. So you got to pump out something new each week. You can't just rely on people wanting to rewatch Marvel movies or. Um, what if they want to Harry re- Potter? What if they want to rematch, re- rematch, rewatch classic Disney uh, animation studios, beloved uh, favorites? Well, they shouldn't. They should wait for the live action remake to come out and watch that. <sighs> anyway, we are getting down to the last 30 seconds. So real quick, Craig, I don't know if you saw this in, in the news today, but uh, the day be- before we recorded this episode, Alec Baldwin and his wife welcomed their seventh child into the world. So this uh got to do with football. Well, it doesn't. I'm just giving thanks to, you know, Except- I want to give a little shout out to Alec Baldwin. And, and I was surprised because over the last year, all I've heard is he shoots, bl- he shoots blanks. Oh, jeez. And, and, and other than they're close to fielding their own football team. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.